0: from The Hills, reconfigure your life, change your heart, and prepare you for all that God has destined you to be. Welcome to The Hills Church. Um, I have to say because I don't have much time. Holy Spirit, help my voice, please. To think that in my heart I was teasing Pastor Mo when he was talking. In my mind I was saying, hey, don't go pray. See, voice, alas. Father, forgive me for judging. My brother, please. Be merciful towards me. Yes. Yeah.
1: Hi, <coughs> hey,
0: devil. Hey. You know there is the D E V I L and there is the D E V O. Yeah, devil. devil. That's the native one in charge of generational curses and covenants. Yeah. So that's the one that when you're casting, your voice used to go. Yeah. But the other one, you just name it. But when it's devil, halalabashaka. Beneath uh-huh. people, you understand? Yeah. Praise God. In Jeremiah, we see the Lord having a conversation with a man that he was going to call out of a place of smallness. With a man that he was going to call into purpose and into destiny. And God was having this conversation with Jeremiah. And he was telling him, you know, come out from where you are. Because I'm about to establish something through you. I need you to do a work for me. And we see Jeremiah's response to God in Jeremiah 1 verse 4. And he says, then the word of the Lord came unto me saying. Before I formed thee. In the belly I knew thee and before thou camest forth out of the womb I sanctified thee and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations Then said I Lord behold I cannot speak for I am a child But the Lord said unto me Don't say you are a child because you will go to all that I have sent thee everywhere I have told you to go to you go and whatever I command you to speak that is what you will speak Don't be afraid of their faces Because I am with you to deliver you, said the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and he touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have this day set you over the nations, over the kingdoms, to root out and to pull down, to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. The same conversation that God had with Jeremiah, God has with us every day. The same conversation that God had with Jeremiah, God has with every single human being that is born. When Jeremiah said, I am a child, Jeremiah was not talking because it was a great revelation of the fact that he was a child. He said, I am a child. Because based on the reality of his time, based on where he saw himself, based on his status, based on how he compared himself with the people around him, Jeremiah was a child. By every standard, Jeremiah didn't have anything that seemed peculiar. Jeremiah didn't have all the settings and the look and the feel and the revelation of a prophet. Jeremiah didn't seem like the person that God was going to use. It is different from Samuel. When Samuel was in the temple, from when he was four or five, he already knew he was called to do the work of the kingdom. His mother probably began to train him how to light candles. His mother began to prophesy upon him from when he was young. His mother began to stir up the waters of service to God in his heart because she knew the covenant she had made with God. It was not the same for Jeremiah. Jeremiah was another. A boy Jeremiah was running around, Jeremiah was playing football, and then the Lord came to him and said, Jeremiah, you are going to be my prophet. Jeremiah said, It cannot be me, I am a child. If you say you are God, can you not see? I'm a small boy compared to the people around me, I don't have what it takes. The prophets that have gone ahead of us, they had you know, long beard. You will hear their voice, you know that this one is a prophet. You understand? But look at me, my voice has not even yet cracked a small boy. And God said to Jeremiah, Jeremiah, don't say you are a child. Don't say it. It's the same way that the Lord rebuked me. I used to have an issue with my age. It was a terrible complex. And so when I'm put to lead people, because of my anointing and my calling, I'm always afraid. Because I no, I used to be afraid. Because I used to feel like I, I, I don't know what to say. I don't have the experience. I don't know. And so God looked at me one day and he said, "See, don't ever he said, you are, you are selling yourself short and you're stealing from your destiny. He said, don't, don't, don't talk about your age. He said, if age was the definition of the power or the value of a person, then that means Jeremiah or Abraham and those people that were older were more powerful than Jesus. Jesus lived to only 33. But yet he did the most powerful things that we have ever seen. But in his time, there were people and priests that were older than him. So does it mean that age is the definition of capacity? Does it mean that age is the definition of value? He said you see your life cannot be defined by how old you are he said in fact as a matter of fact you are not as old as your physical age you're as old as the part of me that you carry he said and i am the ancient of days he said so don't ever 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 define yourself or sell yourself short because of that and in the same way god was rebuking jeremiah he said jeremiah don't do that to yourself he said because everything that i have called you to do you will do everywhere that i have sent you you will go to because i am god and when i put my word in somebody it is as though i have put my strength and my power in the person and when I designate someone, it is because I have given the person a part of my authority. And so the same way, God speaks to us today and he speaks to many people. When you look through the Bible, you see God constantly talking about his preordination. You see God constantly talking about how he has called people. those he foreknew? He predestined. But why does God do it? Is it because he's trying to rhyme? It's actually because he's, re- he's revealing his heart to you. He's telling you that there is something about humanity that is wrapped up in my eternal will and purpose there is something about every soul and every person existing on the earth that takes its roots from the things that i determined before i created them there is something about the people living in every generation that was prepared and pre-ordered by me in ephesians he talks about it and he said according to the good pleasure of my will that means when god looked at it he smiled When God looked at everybody coming out of him, he was pleased. It was not just pleased. He gave him pleasure. It was not just any kind of pleasure. It was good pleasure. The way I explained it to someone, I said, When you are sitting down and watching Netflix for 10 hours, it gives you pleasure. You are happy to be watching that movie. You are happy to be spending time, you know, just chilling, ice cream food, you know, while in the wait time. And you're just thinking, I'm just resting. I'm just having... I said, but that's not good pleasure. Because it's taken away from you. It's stealing from your ability to imagine the right things. It's changing the culture that heaven is trying to give to you. You know, but you see, when God talks about good pleasure, he's talking about pleasure that adds. Pleasure that brings value. And so he said when he created humanity, it was his good pleasure. So that means every time he looks at human beings, there is something we give to him. That makes him happy. There's something we add to his throne and to his kingdom. You see, but the question is, do we truly believe this about every person? Do you believe that perhaps it's only Pastor Mo or it's only the people sitting in this room that were created for God's good pleasure? Do we believe it when we see the people harassing us on the road to give them money? Do we believe it when we are talking to our nannies at home that we were made for God's good pleasure? Do we believe it when we see the rascals on the road when we go into the inner cities of lagos do we believe that every single person was made for his good pleasure do we believe that locked into everyone that was created is a piece of god is a part of the mind of god Do we truly believe that out of the council the wise council of heaven every human being was created when you look at people and you look at their limitations and their struggles is that all you see Or do you see someone who the Lord sat back and carefully crafted? Who the Lord sat back and carefully planned and put together? When you look at someone's character, are you constantly trying to change them? Are you constantly trying to make people, you know, completely different people? to want their personalities to align with what pleases you? Or do you believe that everyone is an expression of the multiplicity of the personality of God? If we cannot believe this, then we cannot reach out to people. If we cannot believe this, we cannot give the value that people truly have back to them. If we cannot believe this, if we cannot lift up our eyes and let the source of our decision-making and our judgment regarding every human being, let it come from God. Let it come from a blueprint that we are seeing. If we cannot do it, even in our marriages, even with the people we are closest to, we cannot bring reconciliation we cannot bring healing we cannot bring revival we cannot bring people back to god we cannot cause them to realign with destiny i believe in my spirit that the call of god for this
1: time and for this generation is that people would arise who will go to jeremiah's of our time and tell them jeremiah do not say you are a child Jeremiah do not say you don't have value. Jeremiah do not say there is nothing about your life. Jeremiah do not say you're just another young lady and just another young man sitting in the crowd. Jeremiah there is something about you. The Lord has put a word in your mouth. The Lord has put a fire in your bone. The Lord has put a path that the kingdom needs to grow and to thrive within you. Jeremiah rise up from your bed of limitation. Jeremiah get up from your place of struggle. Jeremiah Jeremiah remember you are a king and there is the oil of royalty upon your head Jeremiah you cannot define yourself by where you have been born or by the places you are living in Jeremiah your struggles are tailor-made for your anointing you do not define yourself by your struggles rather you define yourself by the grace that is released in the midst of your struggle God is looking for people like you and I that's the reason for the church That's the reason for today's church. Not people that would elevate only the Jeremiah's that have found their destiny. But people that would go into the trenches and help the Jeremiah's that don't know who they are to discover who they are. This is what it means to win souls. For Jesus is the Prince of Peace. What does peace mean? Peace does not mean a stillness in the air. Peace is talking about the one that has paid the price to bring about reconciliation. Peace is the power to reconcile men back to God that they may be at peace with him. That they can partake of the glory and the power of the
0: inheritance that has been designated to all the saints and even to the Gentiles. This is what God is calling us to. This is what God is asking us to do in this time and in this season we all have we all have we all have to pray and say God help me to reset my compass the compass by which I judge the value of people reset it for me because until you do it you are not worthy to call yourself a minister Paul was talking about it Paul said I am a minister because of the kind of grace that is at work within me and this is the grace that is to help me reconcile the Gentiles to the Lord there is a grace at work within everybody the grace that was at work within Paul was not the same grace at work within Peter and that is why the part of the gospel that Paul brought was different from the gospel that Peter brought and so it is your grace that determines the part of the kingdom. That has been handed over to you. Some of us have trampled upon our grace,
1: some of us have stepped upon our grace, some of us have tried to change our grace, some of us have perverted our grace because we are trying to fit into tradition, because we are trying to fit into religion, because we are trying to fit into what pleases men. But the Bible declares that the wisdom that is from God is first of all pure. This wisdom is not earthly, it is not sensual. When the wisdom of God is at work within you, it does not satisfy people, it may not feel good to people but when you are going to truly fulfill purpose you must follow the wisdom of God so people are sitting down here today that God has called to be a pillar and a lamppost so people are sitting down here today that god has called truly to be the light of this generation when we talk about soul winning we're not only talking about the people that don't know god we're not only talking about the poor people we're talking about broken soldiers in the church we're talking about people who have thrown the tower in we're talking about people who are walking dead they are living in this world but their spirits have died to the revival fire of god these are the people that god is going to be reaching out to.
0: Us to waste. There is no time to sit down and look pretty. There is no time to sit down and tell yourself, Four more months. Four more months to go and save another man. Do you know if you have four more months? David said, Lord, teach me to number my days so that I will apply my heart to wisdom. Basically, what David was saying was that until I can know that each day has its own identity. I will still be foolish. And I will not do the things that are right. I will procrastinate. But each day has got a number. It's different to count the day. But it's another thing to number it. When you number it, you give it an identity. David was saying, Lord, help me to find the purpose in each day. Each rising of the sun. Help me to recognize that it is a day to pull someone out of darkness. Help me to recognize it is a day to draw someone back to grace. Help me to recognize that it is a day to preach the word of God to
1: recognize there is a day not to play politics with with salvation father teach me teach me teach me let my heart let a fire burn in me father teach me oh god let there be an agitation in my spirit help me not to be like Jonah sleeping in a boat that will destroy me but when it is time and the waves are tossing help me to pray the right prayer father teach me teach me teach me to see value Awaken all ye that sleepeth in Zion. And the Lord will give you light when you arise. Upon the hills of God are a people. Not one man. Not one sect. Not one denomination. But a people whose hearts are wide enough to embrace the fullness of the expression of God. Of people whose hearts are wide enough to accept that the lord has got truth hidden
0: in many places until we all come into the unity of the faith not in structures or systems around us but within us until your heart comes to a place where you believe that the body of christ is one the message of the gospel is one the people of god are one you are not ready to bring jesus down to the earth and I believe that that's the message of the season. That's the message of the season. Until we stop playing like children with the sand and the debt of spirituality. Death like gossip, malice, backbiting, judgmentalism. Who has time for that? There's no time. If the Lord will show you the divine clock of heaven, you will quicken your feet. You will quicken your pace. And I'm just talking about the time of the earth. I'm talking about my personal time. Our personal time. Jesus said, let's do the work that we should do while it is day. Because a night is coming. A night is coming where even if you wanted to, you can't. Even if you desire to win souls, no, you can't. A night is coming. There are many Jeremiah's out there. Every day, 150,000 people die. Every day, across the world. 150,000 potential heaven-bound souls that may go to hell. Simply because, what? What? I'm more concerned about my reputation than speaking up Simply because I'm more concerned about you know, the AC in my house than going out there to the streets and telling people that Jesus is still alive. Simply because I'm more concerned about you know, getting a boo to love me and marry me. So I will not stand. Will marriage not fade away? Will it not end with this world? Will I carry it to heaven? Won't I do the things that are eternal? so that I can have an eternal reward. I don't know how you want to enter heaven, but I want to enter with a smile, a dance, with boldness and with confidence. I want to walk in with angels clapping on both sides, with the sound of the trumpet and the drum. I want to come in and the eyes of people will be popping open on earth and prophetic words released because I have gone. That's the kind of death I want to have. What about you? Are your ambitions locked to only organizations? Are your ambitions locked to only McKinsey? Is that where your ambitions are? Do you know who you are? 300,000 people are born every day. Do we see inside of every soul that comes to this world a potential? A young lady that I mentor was asking me some weeks ago, she said, PI, how did you know that I will grow? Why all those times when I'll call you, you pick up my call, I will cry, I will shout, I will do everything, you just stayed on the phone. Did you, maybe you knew I was. I said, right now, I feel like saying, yeah, 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 you know, I could sense that you had a great destiny. I said, but I don't feel lying. I say sometimes I'll be saying, God, now wow. (laughs) All these kind of Astaffarians that you sent to me, what's up with this, Lord? I told her, I said, I didn't know nothing. The only thing I knew was that I loved you. That's all. I didn't know anything. I didn't know someday you'll be giving me prophecies and it'll be so accurate. I didn't know that someday I'll be in my house crying and you put up a word and it will be my word. I didn't imagine that as I watered you one day, you will water me. I didn't do it because I knew. I did it because I loved. I didn't even know why I loved her, but I just did. You see, I loved her through my struggles. I loved her through my own depression I loved her through my own brokenness I wasn't perfect when I was mentoring I was in my most confused states as a human being and as a pastor sometimes I go saying that that Jonah swallowed the whale that's how confused I'm I'm just like God I don't even I don't even know but through it all because I loved every time the call came I would pick it up for me, it was a case of at least let her not die today. At least. Maybe I will say something that will make sense. That's the heart with which you awaken, Jeremiah. That's the heart with which you raise people. That's the heart with which you impart grace. Impartation does not happen simply because we say so. It happens simply because you Minister, you first take your time to pay the price and go on a journey with the person, not knowing where it will end, but you go all the same. It takes faith to raise a generation of powerful people, it takes faith to raise a generation that will bring down the power and the presence of God. That's what God is calling us to, and that's what He's going to be doing in this place. While we were in Ghana, we had a retreat three weeks ago and in the middle of, I can't even remember in the middle of what, the Lord opened my eyes and I began to see the things happening in the realm of the Spirit in that place. And one of the things I saw was I saw Pastor Mu sitting down and I saw two huge angels standing behind him. And I'm thinking, what, what? And I said, who are those, Lord? He said, these are the angels of his commission. And i said okay jesus and he began to speak to me about the things that will happen in this church if i were to look at pastor mo and the way is just very straight you understand i can't describe it so good so good people people is such a noimbo just I don't even know. Yes, good. Like, what What school shift? Scoot. <laughs> I'm thinking. Wow, wow. I don't even know how we are friends. You know, people will enter my office as he's talking. I'm so pure. You know, God is arranging. People don't arrange. Now, Miss Carter, and leave it like that. You know, he's so. You know, just. Yeah, fantastic. I lo- I love it. Like, yeah. I'm just like God. What? Where did I go wrong? <laughs> Jesus but brethren that compare themselves with themselves are not wise so I will stay in my my grace from where I'm coming from I have tried yeah I've tried yeah when you think about it actually you know when I think about Pastor Moses the things that the Lord was telling me I could not reconcile it the things he was saying he would do in Ecclesia Hills I, I, I was like, oh wow, okay. Psh, wow, Whoa, Pastor Moses, you yeah, are in for a journey. <laughs> and we are open to it, Lord. We are open to it, Lord. We are not the people, Father, that will do our own will. We have come to Father Jesus to set up another altar that burns with our own fire. We have come too far, Jesus, to lay upon our altars a sacrifice that we think you want. This time we are the ones on the altar. We are the ones, oh God, say, Father,
1: burn through us. Father, burn, Father, burn, Father, burn through us. Let the aroma, oh God, of your glory and your power come out of us, Lord. Oh, Father, burn, Father, burn, Father, burn. We have done it the way that we thought we could, but here we are, Lord. Here we are, Lord, searching for the expanse, O oh God, of your glory and your grace. Here we are, Lord, desiring to bring something unto you that is of substance here we are Lord, desire to bring unto you a sweet smelling fragrance that is acceptable our lord and our god we have come to the point where we understand the value of our lives lord jesus we don't want to present to you something that is a mockery in the realm of the spirit we don't want to present to you something that the accuser we use to not only mock us but mock your throne father we are here to present to you something And even the earth that men magnifies your footstool. Who is it that can prepare a house for you, God? Who is it that can give you a place that you would dwell? But do you not delight, oh God, to dwell in vessels that are broken before you? Do you not desire, oh God, to rest in people who have a broken and a contrite heart, whose spirits, oh God, are yearning, whose every cry, oh God, is for you? Is that not what declares your heels but the repentance and submission unto their God. Is that not the foundation of this commission, O Lord? Is that not the root, O God? Everything that you're going to do in this place is it not the root that goes down? Not the root of bitterness? Not the root of vain glory? But the root of submission? The root of surrender? The root of the glory of God? i prophesy in the name of jesus that upon the hills of the lord shall salvation come to his people i prophesy in the name of jesus that upon the hills of the lord shall the jeremiah's of our time arise i prophesy upon this place that in the mighty name of jesus a fresh fire a fresh glory a fresh anointing and a fresh grace of the almighty god Shall be released. I prophesy in the name of Jesus that a revival of flame is coming. It shall tear open the coffins and the barriers of limitation. I prophesy in the name of Jesus that there is a reign of glory that cannot be stopped, that cannot be hidden. I rip open the womb of the destiny of this church. I break through time, I break through space. I begin to comfort the children of this house. Hey, come on, join your voice with mine. Prophesy. call it forth, break it forth, release it in the name of Jesus. If you and I shall agree upon the thing, it shall be done for us. Our Father in heaven, yele makulema, makulema, makulema. Yagad gad 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 makoto lobo to lobo. Yana moshiyala da 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 moshi. Yana na He na karibu shayala da da. Eka de Yatani ke de Take a digger Hey, oh yeah, break the ground. Hey, break the ground. Break the ground. Break it, break it, break it, break it, break it. Yatana Katala Bagado. Lekate Bakotobo. Latakusa. Kate Bakata. Lakota Bakato Bosho. I don't know. I don't know. Yanaba Shula. Ibakola, Bakola, 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 father we thank you for pastor moses we thank you jesus for giving him to us we thank you father for his life we thank you for his journey lord we thank you god because you did not take your hand away from him because you did not stop any single experience from happening We glorify you, Jesus, because of the things he has suffered, Lord. You have brought him unto us, Father, as a son of reconciliation. Father, we thank you for the message that you have not stopped from his mouth. We thank you, Jesus, for the days of drought, and we thank you, Father, for the days of rain. We give you praise, Holy Spirit, because of every single thing that has made him worthy to stand upon those hills and to plant the flag of the kingdom of God. We glorify you, Jesus, and we give you praise because dispensations will be out of him nations we come out of his room we thank you father because you will give his word and make it like a rod it will be a rod of correction it will be a rod of growth it will be a rod of power it will be a rod of anointing it will be a rod of glory coming out of him we thank you for the people that shall gather. We thank you for the people that shall gather. Father, we thank you for strong men. We thank you for even the ones that are weak and feeble. Because upon this hill there will be healing, upon this hill there will be strength, upon this hill there will be restoration. Gather them, Lord. Gather them, Lord. Gather them, Lord. God that them, Lord. Break forth, O oh God, in the midst of your sons and daughters. All of this, Lord, <laughs> shall be done for the glory of your name. The expansion of Zion upon the earth. And the validation and proof of what Jesus did on the cross. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Because in your name that cannot be countered, we have prophesied this morning. In Jesus' name.